welcome back to the Futurist Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Lenehan, and I'm sure you can hear by my voice that I am pretty excited to be back with you all for a brand new series. It's been a minute, it's been a little while, but this series is really exciting. We're going to talk to people in all kinds of industries that are tackling some of the biggest issues that sustainability and climate change is facing. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and joining me. If you're new to The Futurist, you are so welcome. This is a very positive, forward-thinking and open space for like-minded people to connect and discuss the future of our planet in a really beautiful, creative and wholehearted way. So before we get into our first conversation, I would like to share a word about this episode and indeed the series sponsor, Primark, or for those of you who are listening in Ireland, Pennies. Primark Cares is Primark's vision of how it wants to make more sustainable fashion affordable for everyone. It's making some radical changes in how it sources and makes its clothes and products, including some big commitments to reducing its environmental footprint and improve the lives of workers in its global supply chain. Primark has been working to become a more sustainable business for the past 10 years, but its new plans accelerate this, setting ambitious targets around giving its clothes a longer life, having carbon emissions across its business and supply chain, and working to protect and improve the livelihoods of the people who make their products. Primark has come a long way since it started with one store in Dublin over 50 years ago. It's now in over 14 countries, has over 400 stores and is still growing. And Primark wants to use its scale for good. Given its size, every positive change Primark makes will have an impact. Plus, it's committed to doing this while keeping its prices low so that everyone can afford to shop more sustainably. So what does that really mean for you and me? Well, by 2030, All of Primark's clothes will be made from recycled or more sustainably sourced materials. Although today, this is already over a quarter of all of their clothing. All of their clothes will be specially designed to be recycled and to be worn for longer. And while some may associate Primark with trends in fashion, actually more than half of what Primark sells are basics like t-shirts, hoodies, or yes, famous pyjamas that they want customers to keep and love for a long, long time. It's driving lots of changes behind the scenes to make this possible, including running the world's largest sustainable cotton farming program of any retailer in the world, which is where it sources its sustainable cotton from. Primark is also helping customers in more practical ways, introducing recycling bins so that clothes from any label can be donated, recycled or reused with a zero landfill promise. Primark has been very clear that it can't change the industry alone. This is why they're working with some of the most progressive and well-known organisations in this space to help drive this change, including Textiles 2030, the UN Climate Change, RAP, the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, Cotton Connect and ACT. If you're in a store and you want to shop more sustainably, you just need to look out for the blue heart of the Primark Cares label. You can also follow their Primark Cares journey online at primark.com or on social. So let's get started. I'm delighted to kick off this new series with Lynn Walker, the director of Primark Cares. Lynn is responsible for transforming Primark Cares from a label to a value, leading a dedicated team and working closely with multiple others across the business to accelerate Primark's decade-long sustainability journey. Lynn and I discuss everything from fashion waste and circularity to the challenges the fashion industry faces in achieving a living wage for all workers, plus their ongoing collaboration with the awesome Ellen MacArthur Foundation. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, and if you enjoy it, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Here's my conversation with Lynn Walker. 
Lynn, you are so, so welcome to The Futurist. This is the first episode of the new series. So I'm honestly so excited and we have so much to get into. So I'm going to hit the ground running. First of all, when people meet you, what are some of the most common questions they have about your very interesting role at Primark? Yeah, well, it's lovely to meet you, Joe, and thanks so much for inviting me. And I, I love talking about Primark Cares, actually, so delighted with that. Um, yeah, what do they ask me? Um, most people first say, so tell me what your role is. So actually, it gives me the ability to talk about Primark Cares. I would say the most common response is, I didn't know that about Primark. Tell me more. Tell me about the work that we've been doing in the in the past. Tell me what Primark Cares means. So, you know, we have a, I have a really interesting reaction to it. My background's always been very much as a product director, um, le- leading um, a lot of change in the business, looking at new ideas through the menswear team was originally my role. So having come through, obviously, the company I'm working in menswear and now to being in your position, like what can you tell me? What's it? What's a typical, which I'm sure there isn't, but is there a typical day? Every day is different, which I love. That's my uh, personality, really. So I love that. Um, I've been in Primark 11 years, very passionate about the business. So um, you know, probably know a huge reach of people within the business, different areas. And that's why Primark Cares is, is, I suppose, really suited to me because, you know, I talk about lots of different subjects. So very much um, in the thick of what is Primark Cares, what do we need to do to, I suppose, develop the, the strategy since we've launched it. Um, often, you know, as it's great meeting yourself, often meet people, talk about partnerships, talk about Primark Cares to the external world. And also internally, you know, we've got a great passion for it in the business. So very much talking to people about what does Primark Cares mean? What role can they play in that? Um, so it's really varied, actually, in terms of what I get into. Um, as I said to you, my background was very much in product, in design, in buying, in merchandising, um, running a very passionate team at the time. So um you know, from my point of view, moving very much into the strategic space, but also into the sustainability space is is a new challenge for me in the last 18 months. So I suppose from a sustainability point of view, it's been a very steep learning curve, which from a personal level has been really fascinating to, I, I guess, as an employee of Primark, but also as a as a mom to two, to two girls and also to as a consumer as well, very much I understand sustainability on that level, but now to really understand it across the business has been, you know, really eye-opening about what change needs to happen, but also the difference that we can make. So, you know, it's, yeah, my, my day is very, very varied, but super interesting, actually. Well, in the vein of somebody meeting you and saying to you, oh, wow, I had no idea that Primark did that. I'd never heard of Primark Cares. Maybe for those who are listening who are probably in the same position, can you tell us a little bit about Primark Cares and about the the plan, the initiative? Yeah, so, um, you know, Primark Cares itself as the brand to the outside world's probably been around for four years now, but we actually launched our um, sustainability strategy in September last year, so September 21. And um, it was really around Primark saying to the outside world that we are very committed to protecting the planet, protecting the people that make our garments or make our clothes. um, And also, what can we do differently? What can we do better around those sort of elements? So thinking about the workers, as I said, reducing our impact on the planet and 
ultimately, you know, we do sell products. So how can we sell products that are much more sustainable for the future? Um, and also it's very much our strategy to say, what can we do that's different? Um, I guess some of the highlights, and we often talk about it around product, planet and people, but really, I guess, what does that mean? And it's very much around giving products a longer life. So how do we become a more sustainable business, but also become a more circular business? So thinking about how do we make our garments um, last for longer, so make them more durable? How do we change consumer behaviour to be able to really think about the garments they purchase or the clothing that they purchase and how do they keep for longer? Really thinking about the types of materials that we make those garments out of. So we've definitely committed to being much more sustainable in the choices that we choose for the materials. So thinking around um, our cotton, which is most people don't realise this actually, that's 50% of, of the garments that we sell actually have cotton in them. So making the cotton that we sell organic or recyclable or using our own sustainable cotton programme So it's very much around tackling um, the impact that we have on the planet and thinking about how do we reduce fashion waste. And then I guess in terms of of the planet, it's very much around carbon, working with our suppliers, particularly around reducing carbon emissions. And we've committed to 50 percent reduction there. Um, And it's really, really important um, for us to move that forward. And then um, two of the other ones, um, very much thinking about eliminating waste. Um, And how do we actually, you know, what's our impact as a large retailer, but how do we actually reduce and and get rid of single use plastics? And then I suppose in people, people's a huge part of Primark as a business and really thinking about how do we enhance lives of the people that um, make our garments and very much how do we as an industry and Primark being a very large part in that, you know, move towards pursuing a living wage? Um, how do we empower women in the garment sector to improve their life livelihoods? And I suppose what most people don't know is that the fashion industry um, is generally made up of a high proportion of women. So it's about 80%. And I think within the, the with the suppliers that we work with in Primark, it's around 50% women. So it's really, really important that we drive change through that. So look, there's some, there's some fantastic um, initiatives in there that we're really excited about. But I guess this is about us publicly making commitments to move our business forward and really support um, the planet and um, the people um, within in those areas that to make a difference for the future. So you've touched on a lot of different things there, which I'm definitely going to come back to because there's an, a lot to unpack. But like you said, you launched this plan publicly last September and I've read it. It's an extremely comprehensive 10-year plan that involves a lot of the things that you've talked about there. And like you say, when you commit to something publicly, you put it out there. It's like, OK, now we have to be accountable. And now like, we're sharing it with you so that we will take responsibility. Before we get into the different parts of the plan, which are really exciting, we have to address the elephant in the room, which is that, you know, Primark historically would not have been associated with sustainability. So I'm sure people do come to you and they say, well, you know, why now? Or, or you know, why, why are you making these changes now? Or how can we trust it? So how do you... How do you broach that? Because, you know, it's something that people who are 
invest in sustainability are incredibly passionate about. So I like I know for myself, I've worked with Primark, you know, since the beginning of my career when I was a stylist and a journalist. And so I feel like I've been on this journey to where I am now and that Primark is now coming along with it, which is so exciting. Personally, I believe you know, the podcast is called The Futurist. We have to learn from the past. We have to know what we're doing wrong. But ultimately, we don't have time to mess around on this. We have to get active and we have to get motivated, which is why I'm so supportive of brands like Primark making these commitments and making them publicly and really being transparent. But there is always going to be the people who are going to say, well, you know, how can we trust it? Is it enough? What what do you say to them? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I've said at the beginning, I've worked for Primark for nearly 11 years now. So you know, I suppose because I work for the brand, I'm part of the brand, I'm very passionate about it. And, you know, people often have said that around Primark Cares that, you know, why now? What's new? Have Primark not ever played in the sustainability space? I suppose, I guess, the challenge from myself or the pushback is that um, we have, we just probably haven't talked about it. So we've got very deep foundations that Primark Cares has been built on so just touching on a few so in 2013 we started our own sustainable cotton program you know they by the end of this year um, and the, myself and the team are super proud of this so there's there'll, there'll be 160,000 farmers trained um, in more sustainable farming practices um, which is around using you know less harmful pesticides less water so you know that's that's a huge part and a huge program Um, And that's just one example of the work we've done. We've got a very committed, sustainable and environmental team, an ethical team, you know, um, nearly 140 people in in countries um, that we manufacture our garments in. Um, And and that team has been in place for 12 years. So I guess in terms of Primark Cares, I call it the four walls of the strategy. But what we launched in September is really our public commitments, but actually built on very, very strong foundations. you know, it's it's really important that I think um, we talk about that more. And that's probably the thing that we haven't done. And when I reference that most people say, you know, what is Primark Cares? What do you do? Um, it has been that real surprise of I didn't know that about Primark. So I guess that's the first thing. And then in terms of, you know, why now? You know, of course, it is the right thing to do. And we absolutely need to be very humble to say that we've got a long way to go we've got a lot of work to do but I think what's interesting about Primark is I suppose sustainability um, in terms of the fashion industry has been you know not affordable for everybody so with Primark so you know we've been known as you would know well for amazing fashion amazing prices and you know we really do think that we should and can make sustainability affordable so everybody can actually make those choices because they shouldn't be excluded because they can't afford sustainability. And I think with Primark, we do have that scale and the reach to do that. I think also because we've got, you know, that large scale that, you know, at times can be criticised. I think what's really important about it is we can actually use that scale for good. So we can actually drive change through the industry. You know, we are a large voice around thinking about how do we make fashion circular? So how do you make Um, I guess, old garments into new garments? How do you invest in technology for the future? You know, what changes can we do in terms of lobbying the garment industry or governments to make change, to make a real difference um, for the planet and for the people? So for me, I think it's about 
one you know probably telling people what we've done and that's fantastic foundations and then the second thing is how do we use that scale to really change things because you know being very honest we all you know there isn't any time now we do need to make changes um and as i said we're a large player in that I completely agree. And I think that's something that, you know, people talk a lot to me about is, you know, I want to shop more sustainably. It's just completely out of my price range or I have kids and I just can't afford it. There's also a sizing issue. You know, I mean, Primark is an amazing supporter of people of all shapes, all sizes. It's an amazing size range. So those things, that's really where I feel players like Primark can come in and really make massive change because you do have the skill, you do have the power. And like you said, you have a voice that people will have to listen to, especially within the industry. You've touched on the cotton, which is a huge part of the plan. It's very ambitious. It's really exciting. Like you said, 160,000 farmers being trained in really important practices. Let's talk about the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, because for anyone who doesn't know, they've worked with everyone from Stella McCartney to different universities to tech startups. And really, it's such an amazing seal of approval when they decide to work with you because their standard is so high and they're the real deal. So I was so excited to see in September when you announced that you're going to be working with them. Can you tell me a little bit about the work that you've done together? What was the process like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, look, in terms of the Alan MacArthur Foundation, we've been partners for a while now through the Jeans Redesign. And you're right, we launched our first collection that is really the first steps towards circularity. and. I think it's been a really interesting partnership in terms of that. You know, it's it's definitely from our point of view, the Alan MacArthur Foundation, not only are great partners, but actually they offer great learning for us. So that was our first, you know, move to using um, organic and um, recycled cotton in the collection. But really thinking about from the beginning of garment, how we as a product team, as a design team, um, as a retailer need to be able to play our part in making um the business circular but also thinking about how do we tackle fashion waste and you know Ellen MacArthur Foundation have got that amazing skill and that learning so we've learned a huge amount actually through them about how do we look at the design of a garment and this is something we can take that principle from them and look at other garments in the range and that's ultimately what we've committed to with Primark Cares um, to be a fully circular business um, But it's actually taking that learning and getting the teams and suppliers actually who are a really integral part of the Primark story to really think about when they design a garment, how can that garment from the beginning be actually designed to be ultimately turned into a new garment at the end of its life? And and obviously there's great steps to do that, you know, in terms of how we make the garment, what trims you use. So in terms of the Ellen MacArthur jeans redesigned, you know, we replaced rivets, so the metal work on a, on a jean to be able to, you know, have a stitch there instead, because it's very difficult to recycle a garment when you have trims on it. So I think in terms of the partnership, you know, we were delighted with the range. Um, it was a really important first step towards tackling fashion waste, moving towards circularity. The teams have had this incredible learning opportunity I think the Ellen MacArthur Foundation would say that it's fantastic to have somebody like Primark and their scale and their voice. And, you know, the jeans redesign means that we collaborate and um, talk about industry issues with other retailers within that safe space. Um, And I think the interesting thing with EMF um, is that partnership that hasn't ended. So we're now part of their advisory board. 
Um, I'm really, really proud to be signed up to that. And, you know, I sit on that board and was actually involved in it this week. So I'm really, you know, beginning to push the boundaries on how can we partner as an industry? How do we drive um, circularity forward? How do we make design choices? How do we lobby governments to be able to think about recycling so customers ultimately aren't putting garments in the rubbish bin? Um, and then how do we take our principles um, and working with other partners as well, not just the um, Ellen MacArthur Foundation, but you know, thinking about our partnership with RAP and Textiles 2030, and how do we actually make a garment more durable? And think about how do we get customers um, to think that just because a garment is, um, you know, this amazing price or a price point that they can afford, that it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value or they don't need to keep it for as long, for a long time. And, you know, they're all principles that we've worked through with the Alan MacArthur Foundation. So, look, it's very collaborative. They're fantastic partners. We look forward to doing much more with them. But I think this is the beginning of the journey to really drive large change through the industry. And they've also recognised that someone as large as Primark, um, they need the scale to be successful as well. So look, fully supported of it is a fantastic partnership. Oh, it's so exciting. And I, I would love to fly on the wall of those board meetings. I'm sure it's fascinating, especially when you're talking about lobbying governments and actually looking at that legislative change, which really is what's going to drive a lot of the, the pressures on other people, people who maybe aren't as forward thinking as Primark are right now, people who maybe need companies and maybe need a little bit more of a push. That's really, really exciting. We've covered a lot there, but I know most people who are listening to this will want to talk about the commitments that have been made to workers. This is something that Primark has been called out for in the past. So I know you touched on it a little before, but can you talk just a little bit about the commitments to the people who are on the ground making the clothes that we all enjoy? Yeah, so, um, you know, within our people pillar, it is very much about, um, you know, working with um, our suppliers. A lot of our suppliers have been long term suppliers and obviously the workers that make um, garments within, you know, for Primark, but for the industry. And, you know, one of those areas is to pursue a living wage. And, you know, that is something that we have to do when we talk about collaboration through the EMF. You know, this is an area that does need collaboration across the industry. Um, you know, probably what most people don't realise about Primark, or I'd assume they don't know, is that we don't own the factories um, all of our factories are shared with other retailers and that we pay the same, um, you know, garment prices that others do as well. Um, so it's really thinking about how can we move the industry forward around living wage and thinking about what steps do we collectively need to do. Um, and, you know, it's complex and it is about um, thinking about what areas, whether that's government or trade unions or other high street retailers or suppliers or brands about how do we actually collaborate together and move the industry forward um, towards moving towards a living wage. So that is something that we're very passionate about, very much behind. Um, we're partners in ACT, which um, we were founding partners within ACT, and very much that is around moving towards um, a living wage. One of the other areas in that is really thinking about financial literacy and social protection. So really thinking about how do we um, support workers 
towards all of those areas. And then one of the other, you know, thinking about how do we support workers to address barriers to their, to support their own progression. And then finally thinking about the overall health and well-being. And that's why financial resilience is so, so important because to have financial resilience, you know, that then supports very good health and well-being. So, you know, there is no easy answer to all of this. We do need to support workers that make our garments, but we also need to work as an industry to to, to look at what is actually quite a complex challenge. One of the other areas, and I, I did touch on it in the, at the beginning, is around um, women. And the majority of our workers are women. And it's really thinking about how can we uh, create opportunities for those women to influence you know, best practices, behaviours in, in the workplace. And we're already running some fantastic programmes around that, but really thinking about how do we elevate women um, because they're generally in um, lower positions within the fashion industry. So really thinking about how do we give them those workplace skills and how do we reach a large proportion of those, those workers to give them, you know, obviously um, health and well-being support, skills support, but also career progression, which historically the fashion industry probably wouldn't have. So you know, overall, our ambition is really to give very positive impact on the lives of the people that do make our clothes. But, you know, I suppose there's lots of different areas in that and it's complex and we need to, I guess we need to have the right conversations and use our leverage and our scale to be able to tackle that. But, you know, we've got a huge amount of reach within our, uh, the workers that we um, we support within the fashion industry so it's really important that we pay a lot of attention and commitment to that. Yeah I think it, it's such an interesting topic and we could probably just have a separate series on on this topic alone and I think for a lot of people it's one that's important because you know not everyone connects to the environmental side of sustainability not everyone really understands the impact you know that it's having on the planet but a lot of people connect with the people and they want to know that the people who have made their their clothing are safe and well and like you said you know it's going to take everyone on board primark is is doing what they can but every single retailer needs to be on board to support this and make the change it's so difficult because nobody wants to feel that change in their pockets, but I think more and more people are learning that unless we're all having a fair go at this, no one can really enjoy it. So I think even having these conversations, okay, we're not going to solve it in the 30 minutes that we're chatting about it today, but perhaps people will leave, they'll think differently. Perhaps people will leave and the next time they're in a Primark store, we'll look for the Primark Cares tab, which I know you have on point of sale so people can really easily find it. And we'll maybe go onto the website and read a little bit more. And I think, you know, like you said, it's so complicated. There's so many things that are going to need to happen for us to reach that goal. But in the meantime, we can all take responsibility. We can all become educated and really invest our time and our money in the retailers who are making the effort and working on it. So speaking of the primary carers, point of sale tell us if you if someone listens to this podcast and they're in town right now and they decide to walk in what's the best way to find the items that are you know dedicated primary cares and what should they know about them if they, if they pop into the store yeah so um i think um as i said we've been building primary cares obviously the strategy launched last september but we've been building that as a range for i guess three or four years now and if you walked into store today, 25% of our range is actually labelled Primark Cares. 
So first of all, what they need to look out for is the Primark Cares logo, which is the blue heart, which um, I've got to say we, we, we passionately and very fondly call it the blue heart. So that's quite nice. So definitely look out for that. And then that will be very descriptive over um you know what the garment is made of so they're you know they're made out of more sustainably sourced materials things like recycled polyester for for example and particularly if they go in store now you'll see the beginnings of our swimwear range for this summer which is 100 percent recycled polyester so you know as i said at the beginning we're we're making um you know there's a large percentage already of our range that is primark cares as well as, you know, we're making sustainability affordable for all. So it's it's really fantastic. So if they look out for that, they will see the logo, they'll see um, the POS, um, they'll see a window campaign. We launched last September with Primark Cares. So, you know, we'll often come back and talk more about Primark Cares. And I guess behind that label is, you know, a very passionate team that not only deliver those sustainable materials, but actually we make sure that we're transparent and they're traceable and that we have all the right certification behind them. So it's not just that we put a label on a garment and say it's sustainable. You know, if anybody is out there at the moment, the conversation around greenwashing is is serious and it's really, really important that as a responsible retailer that we follow all procedures. So we have, a, as I said, a team that look all at, that look at that, and you know that's why those garments are proudly marked with the Primark Cares heart. So it's really important that they look at that and and see that and find it in store. But it is very visible, as I said. You know, twenty five percent of the range is already Primark Cares, but we've got a very strong ambition to make all of our um, range um, in the future to be fully Primark Cares. And then I guess the other things that customers will see in store is. We're very proud to have rolled out our take back scheme, which is our again our first move towards reducing fashion waste, but also um, you know moving towards this circular economy. So we've got take back schemes out in all of our Irish stores, all of our UK stores that they can bring there. You know when they when a garment really is at the end of life, they can bring it back, and we will make sure that they're disposed of responsibly and either repurposed. Uh, resold or recycled so it's really important that they do that and that's I guess for me um, talking to you today that's one of the things that I'd really like to shout out to people that we have that available so you know move <clears throat> moving that industry forward to be able to not just put old clothes in the rubbish bin um, so that's that's a big campaign that we've got at the moment and then we're doing other things around Primark Cares and you'll hear more of that this year around how do we actually educate customers? Because they all want to make a difference. So, you know, with Primark, Brand for Everyone, we're making sustainability affordable for all. But we're also, you know, we want people to love those garments for longer. We want them to keep them in the wardrobe. And just because, you know, it's it, they're the price they are in Primark, that doesn't mean they should last uh, for any shorter time or be disposed of. So really thinking about how do we show customers through repair workshops that we've been doing, which actually came out of an idea of a customer um, coming to us and saying they're very passionate about um, Primark, very passionate about their own local store and could they run repair workshop. And, you know, we've been running those as a team and looking now to scale those up, but they've been incredible to show customers how to do basic repairs to keep their garments for longer so you'll be seeing more and more of that from us. And then obviously, you know, as you'll well know, social social channels 
our website, you can find Primark Cares, you can find a lot of detail around our Primark Sustainable Cotton Programme, all of the farmers that we support. So there's lots of different ways now that, as I said, we probably in the past haven't talked about Primark Cares enough. And now we're really talking about it, but it's there to inform customers and make for them to make better choices, I guess. So it's really exciting times, actually, on what we're doing. It is exciting. And what I think is great about the Blue Heart, as you so lovingly call it, is that if you're someone like me and you go to Primark, you know, you can look for it. And it's really lovely to come across it and see the different selection. But the great thing is, if you're not interested, you could equally pick up a piece and not realize that it's part of Primark Cares or that it is recycled and love it anyway. I have a a white winter coat from the range and I've been complimented so many times in it. And then I loved being able to tell people that it was made from recycled materials so it, it's serving many purposes for the for the fashion lover who's in there to to get something it's still a gorgeous piece for those who are looking for a little bit more it's part of the range and it's so easy to find and I'm really excited about the take back scheme I actually wasn't aware of that, so that that's very exciting so Lynn for you you have such <laughs> you've got a big task out of you <laughs> you've got a lot on your plate but you're incredibly passionate. So what are the things when you're, you know, getting up in the morning and you're, you're making your to-do list, what are the things that really get you excited about, about your job? Because it is a huge task. It's a massive undertaking. You've got a lot of work to do. I know you've got a very passionate team, but what are the things that really on the tougher days of the days where, you know, things are a bit more of a slog, what keeps you passionate and what keeps your fire burning? Yeah, it's a great question, actually. And, and, and I think, you you referenced it there you know there is days that are challenging but there's days that are rewarding and I kind of don't think you can have one without the other can you because you know you need challenge like challenge is really good isn't it because it makes you look harder it makes you persuade harder it makes you discuss louder so you know for me it's it's a really interesting one that you've got to have both to sort of um to achieve and 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 to drive um you know something as big as this forward because it really does need that challenge but that reward at the same time but you know what what makes me get out of bed um I think it is that you know with a brand the scale of Primark that you know and I, I generally passionately love working for Primark I have done for a long time but it is about that in this space where we all need to make a difference that somebody you know working for a brand as big as Primark you can be really part of that change that you can have a loud voice that we can drive change through the industry that you know I come in here every day and you know I don't say that lightly actually the team are passionate they're hugely committed to this cause to think you know what can we do that's different um how how do we move um such a such a well-loved brand towards the right direction you know how do we find using our scale, how do we find innovations that are going to move, not just Primark Cares, but the industry forward to make real change that's going to have impact, um, you know, to whether that's the workers within the supply chain or whether that's, you know, making a huge difference to the planet that we all live on. So I think it's just that what gets me up every day, that opportunity to make a difference. And again, probably like you've been in fashion for quite a long time, but this is real purpose in in my role and being able to partner and and be part of a brand like Primark to make changes is hugely you know rewarding actually so it's the opportunity but 
the need to know that we've got to change, but actually that you can make a difference is, is what gets me up every day and continually will get me up every day. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you for getting up every day and for being such a champion. We need people like you to to fight the hard fight and to keep going. And, and the work that you're doing is just so important. So thank you so much for taking the time and giving me, me the insight. Um, and I can't wait to see what comes next this year for Primark Cares. Thank you so much, Lynn. <laughs> Oh, it was brilliant. Thanks so much. It was lovely to meet you, Joe, and thanks for all the questions. They're fantastic. So thank you.